Hello everyone, welcome to the final episode of the Gaming Ramble Weekly for 2022. Just want to say early doors, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you all, or whatever it is you celebrate if you're American. Will they say Happy Holidays? Happy Holidays, folks! Yeah, um, a bit of a different one. So I went to sit down and write the review and the first section is my written piece. But the, as I sat down to begin writing this review, I didn't actually think the tone was right. And the more I thought about it, the more I felt that actually, if I did the review in a ramble form, as the name of the podcast suggests, then it's going to be something a bit different, a bit unique. You know, the industry is littered with polished review ideas. I have basic bullet points I'm going to work from, and basically I'm going to try and give you my thoughts as a ramble um, over 20 minutes or so. So this is my first ever review, so please do bear with me and uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy my thoughts on Cyberpunk 2077. I've titled this review, Cyberpunk 2077, An Imperfect Marvel. With Gaming Ramble Weekly being so young, I find myself experimenting with the type of content that I can produce on a weekly basis. Finding out what works is a knack that can take some time and since I started writing essays and recording podcasts in September, I've had a nagging feeling to try and write or read read out or say or whatever on a game review. And it's a form of media that is extremely commonplace in the industry, but yet, as I came to write this review for Cyberpunk 2077, I found it to be a daunting task. Not only can you have your opinion, but every opinion must be backed up in some way to justify your thoughts. So please bear with me for this review. I hope to do some sort of review every six weeks, maybe two months. We'll see about that. Um, with the expectation that eventually, you know, maybe in a year down the line, I've actually found my rhythm. Um, so with that out of the way, it's time for me to finally give you my thoughts on CDPR's controversial latest offering, Cyberpunk 2077. Before I begin properly, I think it's really important that you as the listener understand my gaming preferences. We don't really see in the industry, and this is something I was thinking about when I was kind of thinking about this, you don't get to see the thoughts and the preferences of the reviewer before they begin telling you their review of the game. And basically what I want to do is, I want to give you where my head was before I started playing this game. Because, therefore, any opinion that I have will either have more weight to it or less weight to it based on what how you take my interpretation. The beauty of gaming is that no two people have the exact same opinions on every game and every genre. The individuality of us as players is what can bring us together at times, and I know that for me, the fact that I can sit down for hours on end debating different ideas and games with others is what makes gaming such a fascinating form of media. Allowing you an insight into my preferences will give you an understanding of the significance of my opinions on certain elements of the game. I began Cyberpunk 2077 in October 2022, almost two years after its disastrous release, and as much as I tried to ignore the saga that came with the game, I must admit that throughout my playthrough, I was painfully aware of everything that came before. As for my gaming preferences, 
I have never been someone that has particularly enjoyed first person shooter games, having never played Call of Duty or anything of that nature before. The first person perspective is something I have always struggled with, and there have been times when I felt a bit motion sick playing first person games. I also have very limited experience with CDPR titles, having only briefly started The Witcher 3 and struggling to gel with the sheer scope of the game. I felt at the time when I played The Witcher that there were a lot of game mechanics thrown at me without having the time to fully understand what was going on and so I found it to be quite an overwhelming experience. So while I do enjoy open world games and the exploration opportunities that can be afforded to me as a player, it is fair to say that with Cyberpunk, I was probably negatively biased towards the game before beginning my playthrough. I was looking forward to trying the game, especially with this being my first stab at really thinking about any game critically. I'm going to break this review down into three topics. So I'm going to look at the story and the side content as one, uh, the characters as two, and uh, the world and gameplay as the third element. So the first thing I want to talk about is story and side content. So when you jump in Cyberpunk, you are introduced to three different beginnings. So you can choose how you want to start out. Now, the these have an impact on dialogue choices in your playthrough and also your prologue will differ depending on what you choose. So for full transparency, I went with the uh, Corpo line, I think that's what it was called. Um, for me as a person, I think that's what fitted me the most. The idea of being a nomad isn't, any, you know, I've never really been an outcast in any form of society, so I didn't feel like I would um, draw to that. And with Corpo just being kind of your regular, not regular, but probably the most normal of, of, of the starts, I, I was drawn drawn to that one. So you start out as V. Um, and one of the interesting things with that is that you are given a whole heap of customization, right? And to to an extent that we only have seen really in like Souls from Soft games that offer that level of customization. But but the irony is, and the thing that I've always kind of struggled with is that you don't see your character very much at all you know it's a first person game so you don't see your v unless you look in the mirror and i didn't find myself particularly looking in the mirror <laughs> that often so that was something i found slightly strange i understand the ability to make the character yours and you in order for you to feel immersed as v and for you to really take on the personality of v the importance of having you be the do the design the character the way that you want to I understand the logic, but in a first-person game where you never see your character, it really doesn't matter. Um, so that that was something I struggled with. Anyway, you you, you start out. Um, I don't want to I don't want to go into too many like story details. That's not the, the point of this review. Isn't to critique the story, but the the thing I really enjoyed about the story was its pacing. I think the pacing of the story in this game was super, and. Maybe a downside, well, a negative thing I would maybe say towards it is that it, it's an open world game, Cyberpunk 2077, but I found myself, because I was quite engrossed by the story, I found myself constantly going main pathing. So, 
as great as the world is in Cyberpunk, and don't get me wrong, we'll get on this later, the world is super. I did not do a lot of exploring during my playthrough, um, because the story compelled me as such to keep going. Now, there were times when I did take a break from the story, and I would go on and focus on a side, side content. The brilliant thing about side content is there are some specific side stories that follow multiple quests. And so I found myself getting dragged down the rabbit hole of doing one character's questline, for example. Pan Am's questline, which you get during Act 2 of the game. I found myself doing all those missions in one go because the story was super interesting. Um, and so things like that, I think, are just brilliantly done. And I think that the accolades that CDPR got from The Witcher 3 in terms of storytelling absolutely have applied here in Cyberpunk 2077. They've, they've told a really interesting narrative, not just with V as a character, but then the conflict between V and Johnny Silverhand, who's brilliantly played by Keanu Reeves, who for me was probably star of the game. Now, I, I didn't want to say that, you know, I, I, when, I, when I was doing, when I was playing the game, I didn't want to get pushed down the rabbit hole of, oh my goodness, Keanu Reeves is just marvellous. But he was the standout in this game, truly. His performance was super. V is a character, slightly one-dimensional at times, um, but I'm, I, sometimes I wonder, is that a victim of the first-personness of the game, where in order for you to feel fully immersed, you don't want your first-person character doing something strange, outlandish. Now, I do like V as a character, I have to say. I, I have really liked V as a character, but um, Keanu Reeves was definitely the star, and I think recording this on the 16th of December, as I am sitting in my room at just after 10 o'clock at night. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Idris Elba delivers, or if he delivers to the same extent in the way that Keanu Reeves did in his role. The story's fascinating. It takes you um, many different places and many different areas in the game, and there's a lot of kind of crime features and uh, I don't want to say mafia, but uh, almost like organization mentality, let's call it that, throughout the game as you encounter different groups. Um, and so as you work your way through the game, you know, you find the missions getting progressively harder, or certainly I did anyway. Um, mainly, maybe that's because I'm not a first person shooter player. But ultimately, this is a story that had the game released without its problems this game would have performed very well and we did see that with the PC reviews this game would have reviewed very well had there not been the issues with all the bugs and everything so if you're looking for if you're looking for a, a big open game with a great story for me I think cyberpunk delivers in that extremely well um, and that is I'm fairly critical story games are my bread and butter and so i was coming to the cyberpunk for the story more than anything else so when i say that please understand that that is relatively high praise for me indeed the gameplay for me is where i personally find myself unbelievably fascinated by my reaction to it because 
For the lack of a better word, Cyberpunk 2077 is just unbelievably fun. Um, not being a first person shooter person, the, the combat is so fluid, I found that the gunplay was ex was just so slick, and for someone who's not good, and I need to stress this, someone who's not good at these types of games, I never felt that the game was posing me challenges that, you know, if I died, I probably deserved to die, that's that's kind of the way I, I, I see it. Um, I played on normal difficulty, just, you know, if you're wondering. Um, and combat was never like ridiculously challenging. I didn't I didn't die too many times, um, which I was you know giving myself a pat on the back for. Um, it really was. I I was surprised by how well I took to the game, um, and I can't remember for me right now what my main loadout was, but I did find myself enjoying the um, certainly the machine guns that the game offered. Um, they were, you know, because essentially you can spray, and that's the only way I was going to be able to get through. Um, so, gameplay, super fun, quite quick. Um, it did take me a while to get used to, because I'm not a first-person player. I would say that if you play a lot of COD and things, you'll breeze through this game, no problem. Um, I did take my time to really work out what my best, the best of the skills were, and that's something... Um, that the game I think struggles with is the number of perks that you can pick up. It's it's overwhelming. Again, um, based on my experience, it feels like CDPR itis a wee bit. You know, there's just when you first start into the game, there are so many things. When you go onto the customization menu, so it's like not only do you get skill points to level up your character, and there's five main stats, but then within those five main stats, there are perks. And you get perk points based on your gameplay. And for me, I really struggled with the perk system. Because I did feel like by picking one, you were hindering yourself somewhere else. So it wasn't as if I felt that I was choosing something that, you know, either way, it was a good choice. It felt like actually, whatever you choose... There was going to be a consequence for not choosing the other and i'm not sure i was a fan of that i think i prefer the idea of um both choice being a good choice which i suppose they were but my interpretation just was by choosing this am i later going to miss out on another perk perks are mainly passive um some of them you know grant you more resources from scrapping or you get uh more damage from certain types of guns or increased critical damage chance things like that kind of your standard gamey um perks that you see in a lot of games but i did find that system slightly confusing overwhelming um and so if you're if that's the kind of thing that you just can't be dealing with then uh i would be saying like try and maybe i think youtube might be a good place to try and learn what everything means. Gameplay then, uh, vehicles were very janky. Um, cars were, I just thought they were a mess. Um, I found control in the cars really difficult. Now I switched, this is the one thing I did like about the game, I switched um, my perspective in cars to third person. 
so you got more what I would call the GTA view that I used in, in driving so um, that I needed that um, because I would have struggled in first person I can't do first person driving it's just me but driving feels janky as anything I really felt like you had to be so precise you know you couldn't just I mean it, it's a good and a bad thing I suppose you couldn't just hold down the acceleration button to and then you know brake you had to really kind of I found myself continually kind of pressing R2 in and out um, for, for driving uh, motorbikes felt a wee bit better but the, the big thing I noticed and this is something they probably still haven't fixed is that crashes in this game are ridiculous like if your motorbike taps a car the car goes flying or um you know if, if if you tap anything either you go flying your vehicle goes flying um one of the janky things about vehicles as well was getting out one of the bugs i had one of the most common recurring bugs i had was that um as i came out of the vehicle from third person perspective for some reason my character clipped through the ceiling of the car to get out um, and I don't know if that was because of the perspective I had been using while driving but it was uh, <laughs> it was um, telling to say the least um, as for everything else I think you know stealth is very good in this game the use of um, containers to put bodies away and I, I did there was a mission near the start of the game um, that you could either choose to go full stealth or kind of all out just shooting around you just you know causing carnage basically I went full stealth and I was able to go full stealth so I think that if you are a stealth game player and if you're a stealth machine like I am then there are some brilliant brilliant customization options there so really the, the the endless the myriad of options that you have are um quite simply brilliant and um on on the combat and that side of things very good but overall i felt that the travel mechanics were a bit broken now there are loads of fast travel zones so that isn't something for you to worry about um so yeah that's kind of the gameplay Okay, what about Night City? Well, we were promised so much from Night City back in the day. Um, Night City was going to be this unbelievably pop, pop populated. I was going to say populized, but that's not even a word. Populated city. Um, now that obviously wasn't and it still isn't the case. Um, now Night City is interesting. It has much to offer. There are distinct districts. Um, that, that you can work within and there are a whole pile of different activities that you can do in Night City again I think the thing I found really interesting was Act 1 of the game which is what a lot of people call the prologue but the prologue is really just the first 15 minutes Act 1 of the game is about 6 hours and I felt during Act 1 that at no stage that I feel encouraged to um explore you know I felt like I had to push 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 through in act two I did feel freer to explore but I also was enjoying the story at that stage so I felt kind of happy enough to to keep pushing through the story but the 
Night City itself, I think, is, is actually very, very good. There's plenty for you to do. Um, whether that is hunting down psychos psychotic psychosis, um, I can't remember what they're called. Basically, they're like enhanced um, people you have to track down for a fixer. There's wee side missions that you can just go to. There was one interesting story I had with a... It was like a political thing. Um, and I found that by going just to a destination that said, you know, on the map, if there's an undiscovered uh, side quest, it will say something like, something cool awaits V or something interesting to get your team, you know, something along those lines. Um, then you've got the direct contrast then to the and then you've got the suburbs which is a lot of where Pan Am story takes place and it's a really nice change of pace it's like and I hate to bring this comparison up I really do but it's the only one I have it's like GTA 5's world where you have the main city you've got Los Santos and then you go out into the country and you've got all that space out there it's very very similar that's a kind of a very similar nature of the game um, there's plenty to do, there's no lack of content. The one thing I'll say is that I never felt compelled to explore to a massive degree, which might surprise some people. Now, I do love open world games, and I've, you know, and I, some of my favourite games are open world, like Breath of the Wild, for example, and, um, and others, but uh, there's just something about Night City that. It doesn't feel organic to explore, that's how I'll put it. Or certainly it didn't for me. It, it felt... What's the word? It, 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 at times, exploration felt forced. Like, you nearly had to take a break from the story to, to go out and, and... And explore. And I didn't... I didn't gel with it all too well. Um, a lot of the exploration that I had came from doing side quests. So I was seeing more of, of Night City and destroying areas just by doing side quests. But not a lot of it came from me myself. Now what I will say is I basically didn't use fast travel at all. And there's a lot of fast travel available to you if you want it. There are so many stations that you can go to that can speed up your play. I never did that. I, try, I wanted to keep... I think I was so intrigued by the driving and how janky it felt, I wanted to see if that ever changed, and to me it never did. Um, so I never fast travelled because I just wanted to see how how it felt, um, kind of gameplay-wise. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it's a good world. Didn't, to me, feel overly explorable. Um, I, I didn't feel enticed to explore, um, or compelled to. I suppose the word I would use, I kind of just felt um, like exploring was almost wasting time. And uh, it wasn't that I was trying to rush through the game or anything, I, I've, I've had plenty of time to play it. But that that is kind of how, how the world overall kind of made me feel. So with all that in mind, um, it's time for me to give my first ever game score. Um, so kind of to, to reiterate and conclude... Um, characters are super and a lot of the supporting cast in this game are uh, great assets let's put it that way um, the story is very very enjoyable um, but the world lacks something it lacks 
it lacks that ability to kind of make you want to explore you kind of feel forced to explore um i did have a few bugs so i will talk about those now before i give them a score i had a couple of bugs um i had uh one not by the way none of my none of, my, none of the bugs were uh console breaking or game breaking the um i had one where one of the features in the game was if you're in a hostile area your mini map will be surrounded with a red square and it will say area hostile often when i clear out a hostile area my map would continue to say hostile everywhere that i went so like anywhere night city was hostile which obviously wasn't true even my safe house so that was a bug just annoying not not like game breaking or anything and the one i mentioned before where i uh you know went through the clip through the top of the car that was a problem um and it happened again and again and again and it was continuous so um yeah i had a few bugs overall for me taking the whole process out of so i'm gonna remove the thought of what happened and focus on the game itself for me it's an eight it's an eight and a half out of ten so it's an eight i would give it an 85 um one of the better stories that i've played this year uh, and a game that certainly kept my attention but the world did feel slightly bland not generic generic's the wrong word but just not overly interesting to explore um, and that's where I sit. Let me know what you th if you've played the game. Let me know what you think. If you haven't, maybe would you take this spoiler-free re review, and would that make you go and buy the game? My recommendation would be to wait until it goes on sale. I wouldn't be going out to buy it at full price, but I do know I think full price is now down to thirty-five pounds because how could they ever charge sixty, seventy quid um, for a game that everybody knew to be broken? That that kind of was the question too. But that, that's kind of where I sit. Let me know what you think. Um, and yeah, that's, that's it for 2022. Thank you for joining me for the first three months of the project. Um, two weeks off now for Christmas, so I hope everybody has a great break. I am looking forward to 2023. My plan is just to let you know early doors. If I can, I would like to do two essays a month plus a discussion podcast a month and a review podcast a month can you please let me know what you think of this rambly review does it work for you or does it get a bit boring do let me know because if you think it's boring i will go and try and write a review next time because you know maybe that's going to be a bit more um fluid for you to listen to but yeah until then have a great break hope you have a lovely time with whatever you're spending it with Hope you play some great games and maybe even get a new game for Christmas. And I will see you in 2023 where we're going to do it all over again. Until then, goodbye.